This is Dating Collective. I've been on so many first dates. How many? Just kidding. Uh, like hundreds, for sure. <laughs> for sure, hundreds. I went on a date not too long ago, and I picked the restaurant, El Dorado, um, because I love that restaurant, and I knew that if it was a bad date, then at least I would love the food. Yep. And it was one of those textual chemistry situations where, like, we had been texting back and forth. We didn't chat on the phone, though. And we, you know, we're kind of vibing. I was like, this is going to be good. So we had an all right date, but he was just not as cute as I thought he was going to be. He, like, as they won't be. put on the COVID-19 and just, like, wasn't my vibe <gasps> anymore. And he's talking the whole time about how he's, like, had the greatest year ever at work and, like, this and that. He's, like, doing so well. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm, like, not doing so well right now. And at the end of the date... He was looking down at the bill, and I, of course, said my test, which is, do you want to split it? And his answer should have been no. But his answer, he looked down, he goes, yeah. (gasps) Yeah, one of those. How much was it? It was like $60. Oh, my God. First of all, it was like $60. Second of all, he had an alcoholic beverage, and I did not. (gasps) So not only did... I pay for half of his drink. I also paid for half of the appetizer that he ate most of. So anyway, uh, needless to say, there would not be a second date. At the end, he was like, so we should do this not on a school night sometime. Ew. And I was like, I don't think so. (laughs) I told him right there. I, I thought for a second, I was like, maybe I won't. But then I did. Yeah. I mean, as you should. He should think about what he's done. So we have a whole episode about whether who should pay or about paying for half or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think you can kind of sense how we feel about it a little bit. (laughs) That's true. Um, So moving right into today, (laughs) this is Brooke. I'm Alexis. (laughs) And you're listening to the Dating Collective podcast or maybe you're watching the YouTube show. I hope you're subscribed to both. If you're not, then please do that now and follow us across all social platforms at Dating Collective. Yes, we would really appreciate your follow because uh, we want you to know about what we're doing all the time. Yes. And if you don't follow us, that's like our that's like our payment. Yes. You're following us and like that's our payment to like we keep doing this. Yes. So we keep coming to our job. This free content is for you and the small price to pay is that you subscribe and like, and comment, and follow. All of those words. There we go. So, we are talking about first dates today on this episode. So, we've had how to make your dating profile. We've had how to swipe right. We just did how to chat on a dating app. That was a good one. And now we are on the first date. So, it all starts with a romantic, dimly lit setting just kidding (laughs) it shouldn't be that but it's funny because we've sat across from each other on many romantic dimly lit dates because when we worked together we would travel together a lot and when it's only you two then they always put you at like the littlest table (laughs) and we always want to go somewhere nice and so it's always dimly lit we're just tucked in a corner (laughs) all these romantic dinners that we shared together um, just because we didn't have anyone else to go eat dinner with so that's fine we enjoyed it that's where we bonded um 
anyway, so no, we do not think it should be a dimly lit romantic place. If somebody does want to go on a romantic dinner with you, then I guess it's going to be up to you. But, you know, I feel like it's fine to do a coffee date or a juice date or something like that. I know there's a lot of debacle on whether or not that's acceptable. There's so much. And <clears throat> I agree. It is acceptable. But I think that there is a caveat there. So when you are invited to a coffee, a smoothie, a juice, a yogurt, whatever it is, okay, whatever one of those like single digit price range type of things are where you're going to hang out like in a casual zone like that, you limit your time there because the investment is small from them and your time is also valuable, you know, and you're not going to spend your whole day in a coffee house nursing one cup of coffee. So if you're there and 45 minutes go by and nothing else has come of it, you had a great time, great. Now it's time to say, well, I've got some errands to run or I've got to go ahead and get home, blah, blah, blah. Because by that point in it, you're done with your coffee, juice, smoothie, um, or yogurt. And so they can either invite you to continue on, like, hey, want to go, like, grab a full meal now or, you know, something like that, or make plans for later. That's one good point is if you are going out for, like, a daytime, like, coffee or smoothie or whatever – plan to maybe go out with them afterwards like you can obviously have other plans afterwards yeah but if they're going to ask you on to to continue the date somewhere you should at least you know have that option I guess if you think you're going to like this person well you know what I'll say I'll say when I lived in LA it was very common for people to ask me to meet for like one of those types of things and every single time They then wanted to continue. So whether it was like continue on to lunch or dinner or happy hour, whatever it was, every single time. So finally, one day I asked one of my guy friends in LA, I'm like, is that like a thing? And then he's like, well, LA is so expensive, like blah, blah, blah. And there's so many like catfish and whatever. So yeah, it's kind of like a thing that a lot of people do. And I was like, oh, so it's like a little test. And I was like, okay, you know what? I get it. Um, And so that was just something to note. So it's like, if you had that time, then great. You could carry on otherwise. Leave them wanting more and plan for another date. It's a test on both sides, though. Because if, like, don't write off the coffee date. No. Because it's your time, too. And if you mm-hmm. don't like someone, you're going to be like me, sitting across the table and then paying for your own damn food. Been there. So it's just take it as your own time to get to know them and see if you even want to continue. So, you know, yes to the, the coffee date, um, dinner dates can be overrated for sure. You don't want to spend too much time with someone on your first meeting, but I feel like drinks is the most popular type of date. And me, myself, I don't drink alcohol. So whenever somebody's like, do you want to go for drinks? I'm like, well, I don't drink alcohol. So maybe you can come up with something else. That's actually in my profile. It says, I don't drink alcohol. Let's do a different activity. And oftentimes they will still ask me for drinks. So, you know, I do think drinks like a coffee date is an acceptable type of date for your first date. Yes, it's acceptable. But I think you need to think about what you're doing, aka drinking. So I always had a two drink minimum um, that I set for myself because I know myself. Um, And I think it's just safe. No matter how heavy the pour is, two drinks, you'll probably be okay. And then I'd be like, all right, well, you know, this was great. And they're like, oh, you have to go. I'm like, well, yeah, my rule of thumb is I don't drink more than two drinks on an empty stomach if they're really like pushing or if I'm having a good time. And then they're like, oh, well, do you want to like go ahead and like grab a bite? And then if you want to, yes, if you don't, then don't. But don't let them egg you on, especially like into drinking a lot because that happens on dates. And they'll be like, come on. And or just keep ordering like you haven't even finished. And they're like, 
to the bartender and you're like, oh, crap, you know, and <laughs> one drink leads to another and then you know what could happen. Yes. And if you're just looking for a hookup, if you're looking to go get drunk and have sex with someone like more power to you, but usually you don't want to do that. So don't go home with someone. Don't have yeah. more than two drinks. Like, especially <clears throat> if you're going to be driving yourself home or yes. something like that, you definitely don't want to have more than And you want to have drinks. your wits about you. If you do, like, are you looking for just, like, a quick casual night, you want to make the conscious decision to do that. Not let the yes. drinks make you make that decision because, like, we know that that can happen. So... Yeah, so have a plan beforehand. Try and stick to it. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that activity dates are a great way to get to know someone, to break the ice. My favorite, personally. Uh, I think it keeps things fun and light, and you're focused on your activity. You're not focused on, like, staring across the table. <laughs> so what would you do today? You know, like, that part, that element of it is gone. So, like, now by activity... We don't mean hiking, because I think you should know by now how we feel about that. You know how we feel about hiking, um, <laughs> but, you know, to a sip and paint uh, yeah, or to top golf. I love a top golf date. That could be nice. Something that kind of gets the juices flowing. But I think the thing that, one thing to circle back to before we move is just, like, get out of your head about, like, what a qualified date is, because it doesn't have to be just a dinner. And to Brooke's point... Having dinner with somebody that you've never met can be weird and awkward at first because um, you're, like, worried about food in your teeth and conversation and talking with your mouth full and all of these things. And so get creative. And they don't have to be anything crazy. It has to be a helicopter ride across Vegas, although that would be fun. Um, but <laughs> there are so many options. So think of some. Yeah, I, I would just say don't write someone off for wanting a weird date like this one guy asked me if I wanted to go salsa dancing. I've gotten that one. In, in London, no less. I, I appreciated the offer, but honestly, anybody who wants to go salsa dancing is just not someone I want to date. So, I didn't go because I just felt like he just wanted to be touching. Yeah, that was weird for me. I was like, I don't like salsa music. I also don't like dancing with random people. Anyway, that's just not my vibe. But if it's your vibe, maybe it is. Like, then you'd be like, heck yes, I want to go salsa dancing. So, you know. But at least activities? it's just a cute idea. Yes. And then you'd be like, oh, like, I'm not comfortable with that activity. But, like, something else would be fun is axe throwing. That is popular. It is. Or um like those game bars like where you can play arcade yep, games. Yeah, love that. Love That's that. That's kind of like a low cost alternative too because it's you could play a couple games, spend like a few dollars, get one drink. Like it is an activity, but it doesn't cost very much. Yep, agreed. That's a good one. Someone has asked me to like go on a picnic before. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of cute, um, but a little bit simpy for me. I don't know. Well, it is cute. It is simpy. But it's also, it's just like being on a dinner date, but worse because you're sitting on the ground or yes. whatever. You're sharing a blanket. You're eating awkwardly. No. So that's something you do as someone you know a little better, I think. Yeah, I don't think I, don't, I didn't go on the picnic date. Me neither. And the guy was salty. Ugh. He's like, I already bought all the stuff for the picnic. I'm like, well, you still eat. He was just as salty as all those snacks. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, so once you've decided the location for your date, uh, I think it's important to note that getting ready can sometimes be kind of stressful. Yep. Um, so we would advise you not to pregame for your date because especially if you're having drinks, you don't want to show up drunk. Oh, and we I have a story about someone showing up drunk that I'll share at some point. But yeah, I mean, like if you want to sip a glass of wine fine <laughs> but that's it like don't start pounding shots to relax yourself because you're just going to get there and make a fool of yourself 
I've seen it happen. And then you won't even know if you really like that person because you were all drunk. Exactly. So, they, of course, they seem great. And then the next time you meet them, you're like, what was I thinking? They might even seem really good looking because of those beer goggles. Oh. And then you find out they're not. So, I would say show up 95% sober. Oh, no. For sure. For sure. Um, so, but there are some other things you can do to kind of get yourself ready. Um, meditate if you're into that. Drink some tea. Play music that makes you feel good and, like, confident. You can do the traditional Russian sit, where um, I learned this on 90 Day Fiance. Um, Yes. So Russian culture, there's this thing where you sit in silence before you go on a long journey and that is supposed to, you know, like bless your journey or whatever. And like a date can be a long journey sometimes. It sure so, can. you know, maybe just having a sit before you go yeah. and just, you know, assessing your own temperament um, is smart. Sure. So, but what should we wear on a first date? I think that people can get really tripped up about, you know, what's the right outfit. People do get tripped up, especially, especially us ladies. Um, <clears throat> but what I recommend is no, not to go out and buy something new, not to like order another Fashion Nova haul. Um, what you need to do is plan your first date uniform, especially like if you're going to be in the dating game, have a few outfits prepared, like something that's appropriate for a dinner date, something that's appropriate for the coffee meet and just have those outfits ready. Cause guess what? This is their first time seeing you. They don't know that you've had that outfit for years or, you know, whatever. They don't know it's not new and they don't care. Um, you want to wear things that you're comfortable in, that you feel good in. You do not want to show off too many body parts at the same time. Don't break in a new pair of shoes. Gentlemen, please make sure your clothes are laundered. One, a client, a dating coach, a date coaching client once asked me, like, do I need to, like, wear, like, change and, like, wear fresh clothes for the date? And he's like, it doesn't matter if my clothes are wrinkled. I was like, are you paying me to tell you that your clothes shouldn't be wrinkled for a first date? Are you really paying me for that? He was. Um, but it's very simple things. You just want to be well-groomed and look like you showered and showed up fresh for somebody. Yeah, and if it takes going home beforehand, plan to go home unless you know you're coming looking good. Because mm-hmm. this is the first time this person has ever met you. So if you smell like boxes for the first time that they meet you, they're just going to assume that you smell like boxes. Of, like, all the things to, like, tell someone if they're going to smell like but boxes... And that was funny. Boxes have a very specific scent. Like the UPS man, yeah. the USPS man, when he comes to your house, if he or if he comes in your office and he leaves, he leaves like a cloud of box scent. And Renly, when he goes outside, that's my dog, when he goes outside and rolls around in the dirt and then like runs around and gets all sweaty, he smells like box. It's like this mix between like BO and dirt. You don't want to smell like box. You don't want to smell like boxes, apparently. <laughs> um, so let's, that was hilarious. Don't tick that box. Another thing you don't want to do is you don't want to be late. Um, You need to plan to be 10 minutes early. And then when you get there, you can go in, go in the bathroom, check your hair. Um, Something I liked to do sometimes is like there was a while where like I felt more comfortable just being in place first. So I would get there early and like get the check in for the reservation or whatever it was. Um, But if you are going to be late and you know that ahead of time, like you're already getting ready and looking at your watch, like whoops. Text them an updated ETA. It's a first date. People are already nervous. And, the, and, then, and you are thinking about getting stood up because apparently people do that, which I think is so rude. Um, so you need to be respectful of other people's time as well. 
Good call. Also, I like the point about getting there first. I know that some people are like concerned about safety and things like that. If you get there first and you're able to talk to the bartender or to the hostess and say, hey, I'm on a first date tonight. I just wanted to tell you just in case anything happens. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, hopefully nothing ever does happen and like chances are it won't. But if that makes you feel better to check in with the people who work there before your date, then, you know, get there early. But mm -hmm. do not be 30 minutes late or 20 minutes late. That's not cute. It's and especially if you haven't texted that person to let them know, it's just all around not a good look. Like and they are going to have an attitude when you arrive. Uh, some people think that it's commonplace to be late for dates. They just assume that like girls are always going to be late. No. And I would say prove them wrong, like don't show yeah. up late. It's just yeah, it's not cute. It's not commonplace. It's not cute. And like we know about cute. And that ain't it. I remember one time this guy made me wait like 20 minutes and he got there and he wasn't even cute. He had all of his pictures on his profile were like mirror pictures, oh. which is like, you know how they get you with the mirror picture because it's like further away yes, than and you it's think. all backwards. And it's all backwards. So, you know, he looked cute in his mirror pictures, but he just wasn't cute. Yeah. I had to wait for a date once. Um, he arrived sweaty, hot. That's because oh. he had tried to get he tried to get free parking, um, and he has then to run all the way to the restaurant. you know the date progressively got worse from there. Um, but I'll tell you about that later. As they do, as they do. So one thing you can do to kind of ease your nerves is to just plan a couple conversation topics. Mm -hmm. I'm always listening to nerdy podcasts. Yes, so she is. I have all kinds of like random facts and stuff from podcasts that I can like bring up at an instant. Um, so come up with something like that. And, you know, Alexis also likes to do the um, first date story. Yes. So... I used to have a story prepared that I would kind of share as if it had recently happened, like the craziest thing happened to me this week, and then tell this like kind of embarrassing story about myself that like I really wasn't embarrassed about anymore, but it made them feel like I was being like vulnerable and sharing something embarrassing and they could laugh and then we would break the ice and then maybe they'll share something embarrassing about themselves and then we're just like cracking up like off top and that was like a really easy way to kind of ease into things. Um, the other thing that I would do is just comment on the environment, like, right away. So as soon as we got there, like, oh, like, God, the parking was crazy. Or, like, I've never been here before. The menu looks interesting. Like, what do you, what, what's looking good to you? Like, just little things like that. Because I think the longer you let that first few minutes of awkwardness linger, the worse it's going to feel. Like, it amplifies. It, it could be two minutes of silence. It's going to feel like ten. That's a good point. Really start talking right off the bat because those seconds seem so long when you're like awkward and you don't know this person. Like just anything, like meaningless, idle chit chat, whatever it is, like just start talking. And I feel like especially if you're a woman, sometimes the guy like just is so in his head, like he doesn't know what to say. And women, I feel like we're naturally usually chattier. So it should be easy for you to just say something just to like get his gears moving and oil him up a little bit. Exactly. I mean, say anything. Literally. Literally anything. anything. Like, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But, um, you know, the, the cute first date story, 
Um, there are some things you don't want to talk about, and like okay. everybody always goes over this, but you know, <laughs> you don't want to talk about politics or religion or past relationships or be a huge gossip. Um, and you know, these things will come up, and you just have to talk about it at your convenience or whatever you're comfortable with. Um, but just think about how you're portraying yourself. Right. Cause and, and sometimes the other person will bring that up. You can pivot if you're uncomfortable. You don't have to get into the conversation, but if you feel good about it, then go for it. But just remember that all of these little things you initially talk about are things that people could potentially use to judge you at some point. It's happened to me before. I feel like I used to be a really bad, um, I used to have the habit of gossip a lot because I would think to myself, this gossip doesn't have to do with anyone they know of, but they were probably thinking like, God, all she does is talk crap. You know, like I feel like that was like my, my storytelling would just also be kind of gossipy. Um, so I had to watch that. It's like, I'm coming off very mean girl. Yeah. And like, the truth is, you know, we do gossip. Oh, yes. But, you know, you don't want them to know that on the first date. Because a lot of times, like, the politics and religion stuff, like, mm -hmm. if you know someone, you wouldn't get pissed off about that. But if you don't know someone, it can just appear really crass and, like, off-putting. So I would just say that those are conversations that you can have. But just on the first date, when you're just getting to know someone, it's just probably not the best idea. Agreed. I think you have to remember the whole point of this date is to assess whether you want a second one and check in with yourself. You should be trying to figure out if you like them. Do not be so concerned with like, oh, hope he likes me, hope she likes me. That's not the important part. Like you're trying to make sure you like them. We get so caught up. Like I used to get so caught up thinking like, oh, I wonder if he liked me. Da, da, da. I'm like, who cares? Do I even like him? That's so good. Like, I always am, like, checking myself, being like, oh, am I being funny? Am I being nice? Like, yeah. and then you realize that I like me. So I think that if he doesn't like me, then that's his problem. Exactly. And, it's, yes, it's all about whether or not you actually like him. And for me, honestly, it's like, do I want to have sex with this guy? Because there are a lot of different factors, like his profile said he was 6'1", and he's not, or whatever it is, he's just not cute. You know, you're really trying to figure out, like, is this person, like, somebody who I want to climb into bed with? Obviously, not on the first date. Um, but ultimately, ultimately, is that something I could eventually want to do with this person? And right. so, for me, like, that is more than physical, a lot more than just physical. And I really need to suss that out before I can decide whether or not I want to even have a second date with someone. So, yeah. it's it's your chance. It's, it, is a, it is an interview, but don't make it feel that way. Exactly. Have fun with it. Enjoy yourself. And move on. But you know what I really want to talk about? I want to talk about the end of the date. And I'll tell you a story about a, a date ending that didn't go so well. So I do like a kiss at the end of... If I was feeling him, if I was vibing, whatever, a kiss at the end of the night is good. I had a date one time where this guy, like, he, like, really, like, went in for, like, the kiss when we were leaving. He, like, really went in for it and was, like, and, like, oh, sucked no. my face. And I was, like, whoa, like, you really went for that. He's, like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, we're not going to see each other again, so I wanted to leave you with that. And I'm, like, 
okay, like, oh. thank you for that. There was not a second date. I was not mm. into that. Um, but no, I think that, like, a, if you if you vibed, like, I definitely think a kiss is a good way to it's, end the date. It's not uncomfortable. Not like a, like... Make out, yeah. Not like a super, like, kiss, but just to let them know that, like, yes, I'm into you. Yes, this went well. Like... Yeah. No. Wholeheartedly agree. There's nothing wrong with that. If you feel like kissing, kiss. If you feel like hugging, hug. If you don't, absolutely don't. But I was at the end of a date one time, a coffee date, no less, um, where he didn't even get up to get my coffee for me when I got there. Um, this was years upon years ago, but it doesn't matter. The point is, he was horrific when I got there. His teeth and everything were like black. It was like, it looked like he has never brushed his teeth a day in his life. The whole time he was talking about like how smart and intelligent and handsome he was, he referred to himself in the third person. Like, let's say his name was Joe. He'd be like, the Joe is too cute for that. The Joe doesn't do that. And I was like, what? So finally, I pretended, I had a roommate at the time. I pretended that my roommate had a flat tire, um, which my roommate was a man. So what I was going to do for his flat tire, couldn't tell you. But anyways, I was like, I got to go. Um, and so he's like, okay, I'll walk you to your car. I was like, oh, no, it's fine. My car's right. I can literally see it. It's fine. It's broad daylight. We good. Because I already knew. So he gets <laughs> in my car because he insisted. I was like, okay. So I gave him a hug. Like, I'm f- like I'll am give anyone a hug. Like, okay, great. Like, that's great. And then he, I was like, okay, see ya. And then he's like, oh, one more hug. And I was like, oh, no. So I was like, okay. And then I just was, like, being really weird, like, fidgeting and, like, moving my body around stuff. And then he's like, okay. And I was like, what? I was like, I got to go. And then he's like, yeah. He's like, I was going to kiss you. But you're being really weird. <laughs> and then I was just like, yep, I'm a weirdo. See you later. And left. And I was like, you think that that blackened tooth mouth is coming anywhere near mine. You are off your rocker. Sick. Exactly. So only kiss if you want. Do not kiss as a politeness. Absolutely there not. There is no reason to be polite. No. I mean, that's not a polite thing. You should only be kissing if you want to. Yeah. But it's, I also think it's fine to not kiss if you want to wait a little bit. Like, you Yeah, know. there's lots of people who don't kiss on the first date, and that's okay, too. And that's fine. I would say never sleep with someone on the first date. First of all, you want to know how they respond to you not sleeping with them yes, on the first date. absolutely. Because a lot of times, you'll think it goes really well, and then you don't sleep with them, and they never call you again. Yep. It's like, well, if I did sleep with you then you would never be calling me again. Exactly. And so now at least you don't feel like you got your body used as well as like your time wasted. Exactly. Yeah. So just don't do the sex. Yes. And then after that, what comes next? You want to secure the second date on the first date or at least talk about it a little bit. But we're not going to tell you how. Darn. Not in this episode. Too bad. So sad. (laughs) What we can talk about is what happens after the date. There is always that, like, do I text? Do I not text? Do I wait for them to text? Who texts first? How much time should go by? All of these things. What do you think about it? I usually don't send the first text after the date. If it's a good date, obviously, someone should text someone at some point. Um, but you know, a lot of times you get home and it's kind of late and you don't really want to look at your phone at 11 o'clock at night. I mean, I'm in bed by 11 o'clock. So I wouldn't say that it's a bad sign if like someone doesn't text right after the date. Um, but I would say within 24 hours, one of you should have texted. If you thought it was a good date, do not hesitate to text the next Mm -hmm. day. If they thought it was a good date, hopefully they will text you first. But I think in the next 24 hours, someone needs to text or both of you will just sit there like, 
Well, and I also think, so one thing for me that was a big test when I was dating was when we left, especially if it was at nighttime, if they said, let me know when you make it home. And then furthermore, if like amount of time went by where in their minds I was probably home and I hadn't said anything yet because sometimes maybe I wasn't going home or whatever. If they're like, hey, are you good? They were golden, like, at that point. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. they're act- they're at least acting like they care about my safety. And to me, that's a gentleman move. And, like, being a proper gentleman is very important to me personally. Um, and so I'd be like, okay, cool. And then we didn't have to have a conversation after that. Like, yep, I'm home. Thanks for checking. And then, yeah, because I'm still going to bed, like you said. It's 11 o'clock. Yeah. Um, and then the next day is when we start getting into that limbo of, like, who's going to text who now? Um, but, yeah, that was one thing that was always, like, a little test for me. I like that a lot. And I mean, that goes both ways. Like, whoever's traveling further or whatever, mm-hmm. you sh- if you do care about that person, if, he's, if you've established some sort of a caring situation, yeah. then you should care whether or not that person got home. Absolutely. And honestly, I think it can also be a good way. So, like, let's say that you were the one to reach out to them to say, like, hey, did you make it? And then they're like, oh, yeah, I made it. Smiley face or, like, blushing face or, like, a cute something cute. That's a kind of a good little sign that like, oh, okay. And then you're like, all right, great, good night. And you can put like a little kiss face and then like they kiss face back. And those are just little things to kind of seal the deal. Then you go to bed like just grinning from ear to ear like, oh, great date, you know. It's not uncommon for both sides to kind of play coy. Yeah. But at a certain point, one of you is going to have to give in. One of you guys is going to have to give a little more than the other yeah. one to see if they like you. So just... If you like them, go for it. Like, yes. don't pretend, like, don't play hard to get. Because no. I think I've done that too many times and it was probably not the best. Yeah, you don't play, yeah, you cannot play extreme hard to get. You need to go for what you want because it might not be there for long. <laughs> so coming soon, um, what do you do if someone doesn't, or if you don't like someone on the date? If you decide that you don't want to to, to see them again and they text you right away okay. um, after the date. So, you know, we are going to tell you how to let someone down easily. Yeah, because I think that, that being able to do that and have that kind of communication with somebody is hard, but it's important because we are all about good dating karma around here. Most of the time people just like to ghost. Yeah. And ghosting is just on so many levels not cute. Like, on either end, I hate getting ghosted. And whenever I just know I don't like someone, I know I have to tell them. But, you know, how you do that is is delicate. So Yes, you should want to be delicate. Yeah, so we'll give you some advice for that. Mm-hmm. And if you want personal advice... Let's get personal. Personal. Okay. Go sorry. to our website, <laughs> datingcollective.com, where you can purchase your very own profile review and coaching call package. Ooh. And if you want to stay up to date with us and know about special offers, maybe a little special discount, sign up for our mailing list there. We also have a TikTok and an Instagram at Dating Collective. Don't forget to follow us, like, subscribe, comment. Help us. Engage. Help us help you. Help us help you. Because dating is hard. But it doesn't have to be.